Hi. My name's Angelito Timbreza. Oh my god. And this is my podcast. No very cliche, boring intro, but stick with me through this crazy fucked up journey that we call ranting. And we'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm 17. Live in the United States. I am a proud, no, no, I'm not a proud American, but I mean, with 2020 going on, who knows what life has in store for us. But yeah, my name's Angelito. I'm Filipino. You know, got that Pinoy pride, got Lechon and Mani Pacquiao parties. Oof, those are the best. Um, I mean, what else is there to know about me, man? I do, I'm that cliche Asian kid who tries to get them good grades, and I'm kind of using this as an outlet just for me to chill out from all my hard work. Really, all I'm doing right now is just sitting here in my bunk bed that I have very well outgrown, and just looking around my room thinking, what the hell am I doing? But yeah, that's all you need to know. And today, I kind of just wanted to talk about relationships and how dating, just just dating as a kid and as a teenager is just such a, it's a shit show. Let's be honest. It's a goddamn shit show. So personally, um, middle school, n- nothing counts in middle school. If, if there's people around my age or younger who count their middle school relationships, bro, stop unless you guys started in like middle school and then was like together past your senior year then then i will acknowledge you then i will acknowledge you but the amount of growth and just the amount you change for your mindset or i hope someone would change their mindset from when they were like when you start middle school like 13 up until 18 those are some very very interesting years of development as a kid but yeah, I mean, in middle school, I had, what, three relationships that were like, what, a month, a month each? One was a week. Oh my god, the one that was a week was probably the funniest crap ever. All right, story time, I'll open this thing. So there was this girl I was best friends with and from like 7th to 8th grade. If if you know, my bad, those are cop signs in the background, just ignore that. But if you personally know me, you're going to know who I'm talking about. Just shut your mouth, listen to the story, and enjoy, alright? But, so basically what had happened was, I became best friends with this girl from... She just came up to me one day in fifth period, you know, I was I was a freaking chub. I was a chub chub. Not, not even going to lie. Right now, I, I have lost some weight, but back then, definitely a thick old chub. So she came up to me, right? And she was like, hey, my name's so-and-so. You want to be friends? And I was like, oh, I, it was the first day of middle school. I was so lost. I didn't have my my homie Chris. My homie Chris, bro. I didn't have him in any of my classes. And that was such, such a disappointment. But, so yeah, next thing we know, we do that whole cliche, cringy middle school thing. Where your your best friend is just someone you take pictures with and share your snacks at the end of class. But yeah, 
So we were basically those two people. Everyone was like, why, why don't you guys just get together? Oh my God, y'all so cute. Like it's middle school, it's all that cliche stuff. But after about a year and a half, so about in the middle of eighth grade, we we started dating. Not, it was it was okay. I mean, we dated for about a week, and let me tell you why it was a week. So this girl, she was like my really close best friend. We do the thing where your relationship was determined on how strong it was through how long you guys FaceTimed. How much you guys just talked to each other, played iMessage games. Actually, I don't even think iMessage games was even going on back then. But yeah. So, shit, where was I? Oops. But yeah. So we were t- we were close, and then one day, I asked her out. I was like, hey, will you be my girlfriend? And you know what? I texted this shit to her. I motherfucking texted this shit to her. <laughs> Cause what you're in middle school, your balls haven't even dropped. You think you think I got the balls to fucking be in like go up to her, have chocolates and flowers, and then get on my knees? No, no sir, no sir. And yes, I could have just asked her, but asking her in person was the equivalent of that. All right, get off me, bro. <laughs> but not that sorry about that. But yeah, I asked her out and started dating. Really, it didn't change from didn't change that much from our normal friendship i'm gonna be honest i don't even think i kissed that girl i think all we did was just hug for like two seconds longer than usual and we said i love you because you know middle schoolers obviously know what love is love is but yeah so we dated for about a week and then on the last day it was it was halloween so me, my homie Chris, a couple other friends, we were just walking around the neighborhood, going around, trick-or-treating. I asked her what she was doing. I was like, hey, you want to come through? And she was like, ah, I'm going to go to this Halloween party later. Which, by the way, now that I look back on this, what fucking middle schooler goes to a party? Bro, I was too busy playing my DS beating Pokemon Platinum for like the 15th time in a row. You're telling me you're out here getting parties and doing all... I'll let you know what the fuck was going on at that party. But, anyways, so I go trick-or-treating for about a couple hours. It gets kind of dark. Say it's about 10, 11. You know, I was having such a good day. I was trading candies with all my friends. Bro, let me let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. Almond Joys. Almond Joys are superior. Except Kit Kats. Kit Kats are the best. But Almond Joys are so bomb. I don't get why people hate them. Like, do you just not like coconut? Are you Are your taste buds that unrefined? I feel sorry for you. <clears throat> but yeah. So it was the end. Yeah, it was the end of the night. And then I get a call from her. I'm just lying in bed, you know, eating my candy, watching YouTube videos. Same old, same old. And she calls me. And she was like, uh, hello? And I was like, hi, baby, what's up? <laughs> oh, I'm cringing just at the thought of this. And she was like, um, I got, I got something to tell you. And I was like, uh, uh, okay, well, what is it? I mean, I'm not going to cut to all, like, that cliche buildup of, like, well, what is it? And she's like, no, 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 never mind, never mind. And I just had to keep on saying what was wrong. Eventually, she gave up. And she was just like, um, you know what breaking off was? And I shit you not, hand on a stack of Bibles, even though I'm not that religious. <coughs> Don't tell my mom. 
But she goes, do you know what breaking off is? And I, I looked it up on Urban fucking Dictionary. And bro, when I found out that just meant you were twerking on other dudes, I was like, damn, middle school, this what we doing now? And keep in mind, my little eighth grade heart shattered, sh- completely shattered. I had a crush on this girl, probably through a good amount of our friendship and throughout middle school. Oh, it was the funniest, cutest little crap I've ever seen. But yeah, so we did that. And then she told me, and I, I shit, you know, I just started sobbing. I started crying on the phone. And then she was like, hello, are you okay? And then I was just like, yeah, you were you. <laughs> and then I just, I just hung up. I just hung up. Because what are you supposed to do? You, you just out here crying like a bitch while your girl was out there twerking on some dick, bro. And bro, I, I was not about it. And realize I'm saying bro a lot. I didn't cut down that. But yeah, that happened. And I was like, okay, this isn't it. This isn't it. And then so we broke up. My little my little eighth grade heart was shattered. I blasted XXXTentacion. I'm pretty sure I butcher his name every single time. But that's all I listened to. And God freaking damn. It was the most awkward shit ever. Because we had class together. And I remember my teacher, Miss Clark. You know what? She was kind of mean sometimes, but in the end, she was a G. She was a G. I'm not even gonna lie. But we sat together all the time, and then she noticed. She was like, "Oh, you you two aren't sitting next to each other." And the whole school knew. I don't know why. Maybe the whole school was at that fucking middle middle school Halloween party, and I just didn't get the invite. But everybody knew. Like this shit spread like wildfire. I don't know why everybody knew about this so fast, but. That that was embarrassing. Everyone just pitied me. And they were like, oh, are you okay? I heard what happened. I was like, bro, just shh, shh. Keep it to yourself. Keep it to yourself. So that's the story of my little cliche eighth grade relationship. But now I kind of just want to talk about how adults, just the overall idea of a relationship at this time. There is such a common, common misunderstanding between adults that they don't believe, not only in relationships-wise, but just in life in general, that we cannot construct our own complicated feelings that are just as valid as theirs. And if anything, what what are emotions are just fucking chemical reactions that we feel in response to certain things. But really, in the end, it's not that hard to discern what's bad what's good for us and everything unless you just i don't know got dropped on your head a little too many times as a kid who knows none of my business but i had those really strict asian parents that were like you're not dating until college and i swear to god if i catch you doing that you're grounded forever and i was like uh all right little did they know i had like three middle school girlfriends oh that's such a but no, in all seriousness, um, do you, do you guys laugh back? Do, do y'all laugh back? Bro, this is so, okay, this podcasting's gonna be a struggle, but just keep up with me. So, going back on what I was talking about, adults just tend to underestimate you so much, but once you just, there, there's a thing where you just snap back at your parents, and then you 
really let them show that you know what the hell is going on in your life. Like, you know the consequences. It's when you start getting that little bit more mature and then you just create an understanding with your parents. Maybe that was just mine and my family life, honestly, is not the healthiest. But that's how I reached a common understanding and they allowed me to date about, I don't know, a year ago. I just recently got a girlfriend and that was the first time I ever introduced someone to my family. But I'll talk about that later. Another thing I wanted to touch upon was growth. So the thing with dating in high school relationships, like everyone picks on the freshmen. Everybody knows that because they're little nerds or we all say that they are, that they're just little nerds who are basically still children. But then we look up at the seniors and then all of a sudden those three extra years gave them the amount of respect of fucking, I don't know. Obama or something but like we all know like the high school hierarchy and how the seniors are just looked at to be on the top when really I mean yeah it's looked like yeah my bad it's looked at like that because there's obviously some major growth that will happen to you in those years that it's a really awkward transitional time of high school because it's like the part where People are having more intimate relationships. People are getting more involved in the sports. They're working. They're driving. They're getting that extra, just a little bit more taste of a true adult life. I mean, who am I to say what an adult life is? I'm only 17, but going off of that, yeah, we just suddenly get a taste of how much more there is to life. We don't get all of it, but we sure do get a good amount more. That's worth like taking note of <clears throat> there's just such a big amount of growth where you will outgrow people and you will outgrow friends friends best friends relationships so when you are trying to get into a relationship you either need to acknowledge that there will be some changes in your character the more you grow older i mean just common sense but then when you let that, when people say, hey, you're changing, like, what's wrong with you? Who, I don't even know who you are anymore. Like, no shit. I'm developing myself into a more mature person. And it is not my fault that you are still slacking back. Like, bro, catch the update. Catch the update. You're lagging. You're on the, la you're on the old version, bro. And yeah, that's just something that really i feel like doesn't get taken into account in these high school relationships and i'm totally not grabbing my notes right now but when you guys get into like those fights and arguments this is this is where it's going to test those people in those in that relationship you really need a clear clear way of communication like okay it's such an obvious, like, oh, no shit, Sherlock. But let's be honest. How many of us do we really just sit down with someone we love or someone that we just have close relations with and then we're like, what is going wrong? What can I do to fix this? And what can we do for next time not to do it? Like, that is such a rare occurrence because it's just not something you... I don't know, you just don't read this crap in a textbook or anywhere. You just kind of develop it or you don't. And the people who don't, 
that's when you can get stuck in fights and arguments. I believe that if you have a clear way of communication with your partner and you let them know how you feel, they let you know how they feel, you guys come to a solution or a compromise even. That's the only way you'll make it through a high school relationship. Because everyone knows about how adults are always bitching that high school relationships are nothing more than just a fling. When there is a good amount of high school sweethearts, even though the percent's like, what, five? Like, as long as you treat your relationship and communicate in your relationship like you are that 5%, then you're good. You're good. Like, there's nothing, there's nothing you got to worry about. All you got to do is just enjoy your relationship and enjoy your time. But there, let's talk about how if it doesn't end up well. And then you got breakups. This is a very, very shitty time. I've only had about one serious relationship before my current one, which is obviously serious as well. But that one before, that breakup, that one hit hard. That one definitely didn't, you know, pull back its blows and at my heart. It was very, very strong naivety. I was a ninth grader. She was a 10th grader. I was just in that really infatuation that you get caught up with someone where you're saying dumb shit that you don't even, like, you're making promises you know you can't fulfill and you know that you have no control of. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna wait for my train to come by. Hold on, give me a second. Alright, train went by, and honestly, my Anchor app was kind of glitching. So, I think I left off on... Oh, I left off on breakups. Yeah, that's what I was doing about. So, my last relationship before my current one, it was it was rocky. Very naive, as I said previously. That strong infatuation. I'm really just repeating myself. I'm so sorry. But, I mean, I was head over heels for this girl. Like, I was just dumb, stupid, wasted my money, bought her things that I really couldn't have afforded, gave her my time that I really didn't have. Lost sleep that I really needed. But after it was over in the end, I was, I didn't recognize how much pain I was putting myself through. All I recognized was that I just lost another person in my life. And when that, when that set, ooh, that, that set like a bitch. All I'm going to say is it's really, really bad to say hop on a dependency. Please don't do substances or drink for like, for your sense of numbing. It, it, it really isn't worth it in the end. I'm not going to say anything else about that topic. But, yeah, just keep yourself busy. That's what I found that really helps. If you're going through a breakup, work on yourself. Like, it's so cliche, but getting, being able to go to the gym, exercise, do sports. I currently do judo. You know, if corona ever makes it stop, ever makes it start up again, I mean. I just kept working on myself. Got into writing, reading educated myself about topics that aren't ungodly boring in school and I hung out with my friends because I'm not gonna lie I did 
accidentally cut off people in my life because of that relationship. That's another thing. Do not cut off people for your relationship unless they are just, unless it's for good reason, like really good reason. But yeah, that's just how breakups are. Breakups fucking suck. All you got to do is just tough it up, get through it. But God, don't let it consume you. And God forbid I ever have to get into another breakup again. Because I'm currently very happy right now. But who knows, I might have to take my own advice one day. And I don't want to do that. I just don't let it consume you. Just don't let it consume you. I'm repeating it because goddamn. Now, let's talk about something before the breakup. Before the relationship, even. The talking stage. The talking stage has to be one of the worst. And I mean the fucking worst parts of trying to get into a relationship. You guys are just talking. You're investing times into each other. You're going on dates, trying to hang out. And really, you guys aren't even together yet, but you don't know where you guys are. Like, how the hell am I supposed to know what the fuck going on between us? Like, yeah, you could ask and just do that that really weird, so what are we question? That Let's be honest, nobody wants to answer that question. Nobody wants to answer that question. It's such a drag. But personally... The talking stage has been hell. I, before my current relationship, I can't tell you the amount of times I've talked to someone and then, you know, just really, really bit my ass in the end. If, if any of them are listening to this, no, no hard feelings, but it kind of bit me in the ass. <laughs> Figuratively, not literally. I'm not even that frequent. Okay, alright, that was fucking weird. But it's just... It it gets really hard when you find out that you were either just getting used or the fact that you wasted your time or that they really just weren't reciprocating your amount of feelings. Sorry. It, it hurts. It hurts. And I dare to say sometimes it does hurt more than a breakup because not only were you guys doing it you guys were so committed to each other, or if it was, like, unequal, one of you guys were so committed and ready for something amazing when really the other person was just dragging you along and got your hopes up. At least in within a relationship, there's it's very easy to notice the little downfall, but in a talking stage, it can just end with a snap of your fingers. Who the hell is blasting their car? Sorry about that. But what I got to say is do not try and get your hopes up. Definitely, I would recommend getting fully invested when you just know. How do you know? You just know. Like, it's you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have to be bumping Marvin's room a little bit, a little bit too many times. I've done that too many times that I'm proud of. But all you got to do, same thing with a breakup. Just don't let it consume you if it doesn't work out. And if it does, then fucking congrats, man. (laughs) You got someone in your life to commit to you. And that, that, that's already a hard thing. That's already a hard thing. Like a true commitment, 
not some fling you have for a week, which I don't even know why people do like a week long relationship. If you're going to get into one, it better be. It's going to be a long one. I don't understand how it couldn't. But yeah, that's the talking stage. It's not fun. I know I have a homie who he has wasted a little bit too much money on Tinder. I'm considering doing what are those group counseling things where you bring all your friends? Oh, an intervention. Very well considering an intervention. Freaking poor man began his heartbroken too many times on Tinder. And I just told him, I was like, Bo, no, no one finds love on Tinder. Like, yes, there's that 1%, but, bro, nobody finds love on Tinder. Just hook up with someone, give it a say I do, and then move on. But if you're going to want a true, genuine relationship, you gotta, you just got to get out there. Which, to to his fault, it is corona season and no one is outside. Unless you, like, you're at work or something, but... Yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> this is such a mess. No one's even gonna listen to this besides what my mom. My mom would even listen to this. Ah, shit. <laughs> okay. Another thing I wanted to talk about is having your significant other say that you luckily snagged yourself one. How are you going to bring them up to your family? That's. That's an interesting one. Letting that someone being recognized by your family. I mean, some cases it's a warm welcome arms. In other cases, it's a cold shoulder that you eventually either got to try and gnaw at to get their love or just at least their approval. Or who knows? I haven't had this happen personally, but maybe you just never get that approval, which it it's that's hard. That, that that's rough when you're when her parents doesn't know why you're good that's rough all i gotta say is when i first introduced my girlfriend to my mother that was a very scary time that i mean they were both hitting it off like they both did fine but the idea that i allowed this girl to be such a good part of my life where i'm introducing her to my family as my girlfriend and not just like my friend that's crazy that's crazy and let me tell you guys about the time i introduced my girlfriend to my mom because it was very awkward very awkward for me at least they, they were hitting it off i was ungodly cringing my mom she just she gave us you know she gave us the rundown talk she said hoy you two come sit down over here because i brought her over to my house just to like hang out for a bit she was like, well, this is my first time that my son has introduced um, one of his girls to me. And I was like, bro, bro, why you got to say, why you got to make it sound like I'm a hoe or something? This is not okay. I was, we just sat on the floor while she sat on the couch because, I don't know, Filipino thing. She's Filipino too, by the way. We don't got to talk about that because, who knows? That's an inside joke. No, 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 but it's okay. Um... She sat us down. She was like, yeah, so I'm Angelito's mom, this, this, and that. She was telling her about herself. And, oh, so happy you're here. Welcome. You're welcome to come over anytime. You seem so nice. My my girlfriend is a great listener. Like, goddamn, she was, she was working that shit. I was like, okay, okay. 
look at you. But it was so awkward. Because at the end, she was like, all right, I'm going to just keep it straight with you guys. No sex. And I was like, huh? Huh? I mean, yeah. Because that, that was even, like, on my mind at the time. I was just, I was too busy cringing about what was going on. My mom just dropped this bomb on me. And then I just awkwardly stare at my girlfriend. I'm like, I'm so sorry I'm putting you through this. Well, she's just smiling and laughing and nodding. I'm like, am I the only one that's, like, about to throw up right now? Crazy. Crazy. I can't believe I've been talking in this thing for like 25 minutes already. But yeah. I mean, there's more that can go on and on and on about this. That talk, meeting her parents, all I gotta say is just <laughs> fucking good luck, man. Whatever their opinion is, just do your best. When you meet their parents, look presentable, act polite. I mean, I ain't got to explain manners to you. Just be... Just if that person... If you were your significant other's parents, like, kid, would they be proud to have you? That's what you want to show them. You want to show that you're respectful. You'll go pick up the dishes and put them in the sink. You'll even wash the dishes. You'll cook dinner for them sometimes. Those little tiny gestures... That shows a lot. That's that's brownie points. My my Kuya told me this a long time ago. He was like, Yeah, you come over, you open the car door, that's brownie points. I was like, What what the hell is that? What the hell is that? And then he explained it and I was like, Oh. But yeah, I mean there's more and more I could go on. Like when you guys get physical dates, gifts, how expectations can get a hold on, but this podcast is getting a little bit too long and let's be honest no one's gonna listen to this and if if you are listening to this right now if you're listening to this segment right now i will personally buy you a cookie i will buy you a fucking cookie if you're listening to this i don't know how i'm gonna get this to people to listen to it i will buy you a goddamn cookie but i mean just to wrap this thing up my name's Angelito. <laughs> Just kidding. But relationships in high school, they're rough. They're rough. It's filled with a lot of expectations that won't be met. Filled with um, pain and emotional, very big emotional pain and even physical pain at some points that you just won't, you'll just have to get through. Make sure you have the right people around you to help you through those times. Make sure the person you're talking to is the right one. And I cannot stress this enough. Communication. I cannot tell you how many times I've been someone's relationship therapist when all they needed was some clear communication. Like, maybe you should tell him to stop talking with three other girls if it's bothering you that much. Like, let's be honest, it's not that hard. Just clear communication. Get those brownie points. And yeah. So that's my podcast. Don't even know what I have named for it. But if you're listening to this. Truly. Thank you. And yeah. Bye bye.